0: The to Kony Talk Podcast. Hello everyone, hope you're having a lovely weekend. Welcome to another episode of Coney Talk Podcast, a bite-sized show. I'm your host, Alex, first-time guest. Happy to have you here. And to my returning listeners, welcome again. Really glad you're here. On the bite-sized show, I talk a bit about Arsenal game and then pick out my top three Arsenal players who I think were great in the game, and one player I consider the odd one who just had a poor game, not good enough, who would just call out. Arsenal hosting Manchester United at the Emirates. Oh boy, a big one and surely did not disappoint. I mean, definitely an amazing win. It certainly could have been another story in terms of results, but I am glad that is not what I'm talking about today. First off, with the news that broke about Thomas Pardes' injury, that's not what you want to read coming to this game. I mean, we all had... I had the nerves, I'm sure you did too. A better welcome, on the other hand, to have Zinchenko back in the starting lineup. Different style on tempo from the kickoff. Arsenal without the ball, reacting at moments to recover, they looked comfortable sitting behind the ball and gaining control of possession without so much of a fight. United pushed up into Arsenal's half, but it wasn't with much desire to retreat information back into their own half. Arsenal sat off, leaving the ball with United and instead just press and recover the ball. That was not the usual style. Again, I think this theme we should start hearing or talking about is an unpredictable arsenal. Same, same players, but different plans and how they play. And I think they did execute that really well. Harvards could have had his name on the score sheets with a perfect bounce off the ball at his feet only to miss kick at a swing. Maybe he didn't expect the ball at that moment yeah so following that arsenal started moving ahead in the game a number of good drives into the box by martinelli this was one of his really real show out games and the ball recycles back in recoveries by declan rice which is really great at this point we had about three corner kicks from the drive and crosses from the right building good press to pick up the ball and drive a rhythm i could see arsenal just building so that was great to see because you know, from what I said earlier, we would just dominate in possession and try to impose ourselves, but this was just something completely different. Tactically, you know, really aligned to I guess what they had planned for. And they were also disciplined Arsenal that is in keeping their shape. United were having a hard time driving into our final third and they just couldn't do much. The first quarter of the half, United looked like they were just trying to figure out their own formation to attack. A lot of the the balls that they were just trying to create only had to redirect back to Onana, so at least clearly there wasn't really so much they could do. And at that time, they had barely any shots or any movements to really mean show anything. Then from a well-coordinated high press that Arsenal was already doing when we would just kind of regain the ball, we recovered the ball, a poor pass from Harvards to Odegaard United recovered, capitalized to gain the first drive, and then scored. I mean, it was it was a shocker. I didn't even expect that to go in. I thought Ben White and Saliba had closed down enough to prevent a good shot. Ramsdale had the touch, but not good enough to affect the block. So we were down 1-0. And just like that in a flash, Arsenal just showed how to score. A wonderful pass from Martinelli to Odegaard to just finish it. I mean, there were just really nice sequence of passes that really got that position. And I know it it really started off from Martinelli and, you know, credit to him on that. It was a quick way for the game to really come alive and respond quickly without even trying to work hard for an equalizer. Then both teams really had a good drive. The game really just picked up a notch, you know, just going back and forth in attempts and chances. But Arsenal looked more dangerous than Manchester United at this time. Good passes around the edge of the box, a United box. Edin Ketje was playing a bit more like Gabriel Jesus to me, with good passes contributing a lot. It was really noticeable for me, and he kept the ball moving a lot more fluidly than... I mean, he, he usually does that, but this was a little bit more noticeable. Sakai, on the other hand, he had his hands full against Lindelof and De Lott. It was just a lot of defending and real good tussles between those two on the left. So with that, the easy entry point for Arsenal was from the right with Martinelli giving us a couple of good threats. With that, he created a couple more corner kicks. And that's just how we could continue to attempt to create something. And, you know, it was all that till halftime. Second half, continued with the same theme, Arsenal giving Manchester United free reign with the ball I wouldn't say I was really comfortable about that, but hey, that was the plan that they really had stuck with. I wasn't sure if that was intentional, but it just wasn't something that you can just want to complain about, at least for me. Arsenal looked a bit cautious in this play, and it just felt like maybe we just had to be careful losing the ball in dangerous positions, high up the pitch, middle of the pitch, because there, at least the way I analyzed this, their counter-attacks from the half-line could just be so deadly that they didn't really they didn't need much. Obviously, they had Rashford and Bruno, who could just do a lot of damage. So I could really understand the caution there. But with that, a lot of the good progressive plays were really coming from Martinelli's side, as I said earlier. And usually the, the formation was to kind of trap United in their own half and really giving them a hard time from really forming any type of you know wiggle room out of what we had already created. And that gave them a lot more tasks to defend. Zinchenko, Havertz, and Big Gabby did a lot of close down to breakout passes, and that was good for us to continue retaining the ball in their half. And then Ramsdale had a couple of good saves from Rashford when they had their own breakout opportunities as well. And so... Following an Arsenal series of passes, Havertz had a chance to score and he was brought down. But that penalty was overturned well. I think in all fairness, maybe there's nothing much to debate about there. Then we look to have another chance, but Odegaard had too much touches before his chance to shoot was just closed out. I think there was just it just a disconnect there because something would have happened. When we drove right into the box to do something, but you know, it just it just wasn't you know a free flow in how they wanted to get that you know executed. The game got tighter. United had another chance in the box, but this was really good defending by Big Gabby. Really glad to have him back in the starting lineup. There was no doubt about and reasons why he wasn't not much of a conversation. So he did show up here. The game opened up. The game opened up with so much chances on both sides. Rashford, he had good moments as well that got me worried because Ben White had a big task in defending him and he did a lot of that and then some. Fresh legs from Arsenal subs, you know, in about the 70-minute mark or 76-minute mark around that time and a few plays in, Saka had a really nice open shot blocked. Had it been a goal, it would just have been a wonderful one. Like, just just amazing. That would have been a real, you know, good highlight reel for this weekend. You know, heading into these dangerous 10-plus minutes, both teams were, like, in the poker game mode where you just didn't want to do anything that would be, like, a dagger or something that would just crush your momentum to, to really try to win this game. So either team were just looking to either get a break or lucky ball to just put that dagger on the score sheet. Well, it came and it was against us. From a tackle and a quick transition, United scored, but by a thread, and I'll say that was a lucky thread, it was offside. So that was called off. We're really saved by football luck. It was really a good call to bring back the joy to the home crowd and us just watching this. Oh, I just I just couldn't imagine how this would have been if it wasn't offside or maybe the ref didn't really do their jobs as they should. So. All that turned around in our favor, and we now had a chance to really kind of recover from that. And then we were gifted with eight minutes into the game. Following that scare, it was Arsenal's turn to impose themselves in the last few minutes. They were not going to let anything get by them to just make something happen. Clearly a draw was not an option by the looks of it because we've gone through that in a bitter way and we're just not gonna try to consider that at all. And the glorious, I mean glorious goal from Declan Rice thanks to the deflection was the game match. I was beyond elated. I just didn't know how to or where to scream. I mean, it was just amazing. But then just like that, there was more. Vieira and another assist to Jesus for the curtain close of the goal. That was just incredible. I mean, that was the icing on the cake. It was the dead last minute goal, perf- but it was just the perfect composure and score by Jesus. Because I just the way I would assume, just clear this, make a quick turn, and just shoot. But it was just a good, composed goal. I mean I I was watch I was just watching this over and over again and it was just amazing because coming from what we saw as a few minutes of a scare thinking we had lost this game and it just quickly turned in quick successions of minutes of goals, man. Again, no script would have done a better justice to this and it it was definitely welcome. The Arsenal team had they're say to define this game a lot more positives in this game throughout and definitely a good battle against Manchester United so yeah I totally enjoyed it so getting right into my top three performers in the game first player Odegaard I think he knew how high the stakes were for this game playing at home and fighting really hard to secure a win I mean the captain ran himself to the ground the main instigator he was the main instigator for our press throughout the game. Another moment came he came back to defend in the second half. That was just leading by example, making sure that a moment didn't turn into a regret because we've had those. And we this was kind of like a way showing that they've learned from those kinds of mistakes and not forgetting his beautiful goal. It just instant response after conceding on the other side, well well played by the captain. Second player, Martinelli, he played with so much freedom, causing problems with his dribbling and speed on the right. I mean, he knew there was going to be, this was the kind of game. Like, I could tell he had that feel in the early early few moments. The chances came from the rights, obviously, and the things that he did, including his assists, were just so crucial. His work rate has gone up a level, and I can see that from the season as it started. I wouldn't be surprised seeing him getting subbed off Often because his work rate would really just cause him to get a breather. And he definitely fully deserved it. And the sub was a good call on that. So, yeah, fully deserved game game call for him today. My third and last of the top three, Rice, Rice, baby. I mean, perfect game and perfect place to have your debut goal. And to me, that was the goal winning moment in the game. He was a factor. In all aspects, his passing and defending was really good. He 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 had the second more touches and passes after Saliba, which just I think Saliba had eighty six and he was eighty five with a eighty eight percent you know accuracy. It was just not a it was it was one of those high tough games and he reveled in it really well. So it really tells me how crucial he was, which in every aspects we could really experience that, and he just did it brilliantly being in the middle managing so much more and importantly the way he was evading any press and trap from from United his link he it was just I I enjoyed that really well and his link up with Eddie in attack it's great I mean it's it's really amazing how he does that I mean it's not just with Eddie but I could just notice how he would he could really connect with him in tight spaces and in this short amount of time he has grown some really good chemistry not just with him, but from an attacking standpoint, is something worth noting, and lots for for both of them to benefit. Now that they're playing for both country and club, so yeah. Now, my odd one today was Saka. Not his sharpest. He had one of his best chances to put the ball to, to put us ahead, but was denied. But then there were a few other moments where he could have done so much more amazing things. He had a tough game against Dele. And Lindelof, I mean, it just was a t- tough battle for him. But you have to remember, Saka's standards are no ordinary standards. So I say this with a different level of acknowledgement. Yet, yeah, it is worth saying that he just didn't have his best game. It wasn't the Saka we know him to be and how much he can really do a lot. So either way, um, that's just that. First international break is here. I don't, I don't know how much that helps us with party's injury, but it is definitely not good news. I mean, we can't afford to lose crucial players in these important positions in the team. So fingers crossed for speedy recovery. Well, that's all I have for this bite-sized episode. Look out for an interesting blog coming out this week. I'll post it out on KonyTalk.com. Until then, talk to you all later. Take care.